0: Hey, y'all. It's 7.30 on a Wednesday night. And so you know what time it is. It's the Sugar Show, where we get together and we talk about women's boxing, Okay, Um, You know the name. I'm Natalie Sugar Brown, and women's boxing is my game. Uh, The show is about uh, just talking about the authentic experience of women's boxing really you know touching on topics that may make some people squirm on other platforms uh hey mike i he uh, mike chimes in tonight says hi sugar hey baby thanks for coming thanks for chiming in um i am so excited um about what has been going on uh in the you know welterweight middleweight category but before hey oh eric's in the building too hey eric thanks for chiming in with sugar okay and you know what more people we 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 it's a party now right (laughs) And uh, the, the more, the merrier. So um, we're talking about some, some good stuff happening in the uh, super welterweight, uh, middleweight division. But uh, um, allow me to introduce myself uh, a bit more. My name is Natalie Sugar Brown, a.k.a. Miss Too Bad. I have been an elite Boxer or female boxer in women's boxing all my life. (laughs) Uh, It it was a career of mine, or it is, and uh, I am just grateful to the guys here at Talk & Fight for the opportunity to give back my hard-won perspectives on what the game really is and and, uh, hopefully coach others on how to play it. Even though you don't play boxing, okay. So, yes, it's getting real hot in that middleweight division. Um, we are going to touch on just um, a, a, a question. You know, the, the the title of the show is "Who Gets the Big Break?" Who gets the breaks, right? You you feel or you you look. At women's boxing, you look at the rankings, the ratings, you look at all the sanctioning bodies, and you see uh, a list of baddies, a list of broads in line for the opportunity to take on the champion. And for the most part, we feel like, okay, number one goes first, number two goes second, number three, and on and on and on, but... It ain't working like that, especially in women's boxing. And I wanna touch on what goes on in that situation because I I just just want people to understand what you gotta go through to keep your spot. And then what happens when you work hard to keep your spot and then somebody from out of nowhere jumps your head and gets the break right it's not fair you you know you you train you're focused your people you got your team working for you and and you're doing everything you're supposed to do just for um them to play uh you know dirty checkers with you right boxing they say it's chestnut checkers And it is. It's chess, not checkers in the ring and outside the ring. And you got to have the right people, just like in chess, right? You got to have the right people on your front line or the right people on your team playing each role. So the topic or the topic of discussion or leading the discussion tonight is 50 year old Chevelle Halbach. This crone put an injunction to the WBC for the 154 title match set on the 13th of August in Colombia between uh, Patricia Burgold, who is holding the title right now, and our girl Cecilia Breakhouse. Okay. Um... Do we have pictures, my lovely assistant? See if you can put something up. All right. So there she go, itty bitty, right there on the screen. And um, I want to make it quick. I I hope that we can uh, adjust the the screen. for the picture to come in better. But if, if that's what we got, that's what we got. Okay. Um, Cause we got listeners in on the podcast and we got people looking at the show on our viewing platforms. Okay. So we got Chevelle Halbach, who is a crone in the game right now. She has been in the game ever since I was a teen, you know, I'm a, I'm a crone now. And you know, she, she's been in the game since I was a teenager. Um, fighting, she fought everybody. Chevelle Halbach has been a name in the industry for the past 20 plus years, okay? And she she does well for herself. She takes care of herself, she's strong. She's the, her style is, she's a, a raw fighter. She's unconventional. She throws punches from looping angles that you don't see. Her stance is also unconventional, where she gives you that lead shoulder, but she looks like when she's fighting you, she looks like she's walking away from you, right? She looks like she's always walking away from you, and then she comes back and she hits you with something, that Jersey Joe. So this is the thing I love about women's boxing, right? Um, I love that we have our own style. I love that we have our own way of executing things that we've learned from our male counterparts in the industry. So I I say that to say this, okay? Um, Chevelle's style is uh, a lot like uh, she would be considered like the Jersey Joe of women's boxing, you know uh, uh, the Jersey Joe Walcott style, where she she acts like she's walking away from you, but then she comes with shots, and she uses the momentum of that to draw you in and hurt you. Okay, she's uh, um, Shabila Halbach is about five four. Um, between five four and five six, I know I'm taller than her. Um, I used to look up to, I still do. I uh, looked up to her. Very, very, very nice person when you meet her. Okay, there are some broads, female boxing broads out here that are nasty. You know, they they're not friendly, and they you know they they have some kind of entitlement to them. But uh, never the case with we call her lovingly. Uh, Chevy in women's boxing. Her nickname is, she's known as Fist of Steel, but we all call her Chevy. So um, Chevy has put herself, and Chevy and her team has put herself in good standing to be the mandatory for the WBC 154 title, which uh, that, that is a uh, uh, I, I believe it is a light middleweight. I've never been good at the the weight classes, but it's 154. Okay. Um, all I knew was my weight. I really, all I knew is definitely was my weight class and maybe uh, above, which was my weight class was super lightweight or junior welterweight. And above welterweight and then you know we got super welterweight and then middleweight right so i think this is the or junior middleweight which is the this is 154 junior middleweight so um the story is junior thank you mike mike chimes in junior middle thank you mike so um what has happened though is uh is Chevelle in fighting over the years and, and, um, you know, it's tough to get a spot. It's tough to get in a spot and it's tough to keep a spot. Why? Because there's shenanigans that are happening where people are paying the sanctioning bodies under the table. to get their girls placed on the rankings and then you got to find fights. You got to fight the right people to, to stay in good standing. So. Um, Chevelle has been doing that, but I I like how she's done it because as a crone now, she, the, the way she's moved is she doesn't fight as often, right? Because getting ready for fights, um, and, and, and being ready for fights as you get more mature in in boxing especially as a woman it it um it takes a lot out of you so you have to preserve yourself and and what happens too is we kind of get on that train and crack like we it's like a train and crack where when we were younger we were training every day we were doing every we were doing everything twice as much because number one we had something to prove and number two You know, it, we were constantly learning. Chevy now is at a point in her career where, uh, she's not, she, she don't need to learn no more. She is who she's going to be in that ring and she knows it inside and out. And she's going to take you somewhere. If you are not, um, if you are not, um, ready. If you're not experienced enough, if you don't have that intelligence, Chevy's going to take you on a ride. Okay, so Mike chimes in and says Chevy's last fight was August seventh, two thousand twenty-one. Damn, Skippy, right? So that's what I was saying. Uh, it was last year, August sometime, right? And now she she's giving herself a window, giving herself a break. She's cross training. She does other things. So think Chevy power lifts. She actually set the damn record uh, for bench press or something like that recently. Yeah. So she do stuff like that, what that, that keeps her in, in good shape. It keeps her, her body, uh, sound enough to then pivot right back into competitive fighting. Okay. Um, now what's happened here she put the injunction um in or her her people put the injunction in because all of a sudden there's this fight set between patricia Burgold and cecilia break for august 13th in colombia for the green belt right and the green belt is the belt okay right now that's the strongest belt right now um it just is what it is like I've, I always say the fighter makes the belt. The belt doesn't make the fighter. But in women's boxing now, uh, you know, the guy, we strive for that green belt because the, the big boys, the, the, the mans, they, you know, they gunning for that green belt too. So, you know, we, we on some follow the leader stuff with that, like with that. But what happened what used to happen back in the day and I hope we get back to this was because we had so many renegades, you know, the belt wasn't the thing that validated the fighter. It's who the fighter fought is that is what validated the fighter so you didn't even have to have any belts. But if you had a good resume of names. You were that bitch, okay? You were that broad. You were that baddie, okay? Uh, when, when Layla and them came in, now they had the last name, so of course they go on, um, want to have uh, the belt and everything like that, so it looks good on paper. Things started to change. Now, How it goes or was put out there is uh Halbach's management offered Burguld's team twenty grand to make this fight and defend uh, and, and and fight for the for this shot. Okay, so Chevelle's team offered Burgold's team twenty thousand dollars for a shot, for a break. Um for that as a mandatory challenger and bergold's team ignored it they didn't even come back with an answer they just ignored it i don't know like this is women boxing now right so you knock on my door with twenty thousand dollars in your pocket twenty grand and you want to fight i'll be there with bells on but i guess that's not the case for uh Patricia Bergold's team, right? So they didn't answer the door. And Chevelle's sitting there, standing there on the porch, waiting for a break, waiting for an opportunity to fight. And out of the blue, the announcement comes that Patricia Bergold is fighting Cecilia host. Once again, August 13th in Colombia for the title. Now, this is a big slap in the face, right? Uh, lovely assistant, can you put on a, the other image for me? Let's see what what we got. I, I know I got people listening, but people are watching too, and I want y'all to see what, who we talking about, right? Okay, so there's Patricia Burgold, okay? She's holding both of the belts that she has. Um, I'm not sure what the other belt is, but um, we focused on that green, okay? Um, and so... Uh, Patricia now it shows that you know, it's locked in. That means Patricia and her team, Patricia signed on that dotted line saying, I will fight Cecilia. I will give Cecilia a break, right? While she went and left Chevelle Halbach and her team on red. Yeah. So I mean, shenanigans? Yes. Okay, there's a reason why there's a ranking. There's a reason why there are mandatories. There's a reason why we have to do certain things to keep our place in, in our standing, keep our standing uh, and, and keep our, our value as fighters in, in, in this game. Right, so if you are the mandatory challenger, you have done what it takes to get that break. And for someone, especially such as Cecilia Bragghouse, to jump over Chevelle Halbach's head and get this break, get this title shot is very unethical. It is. Um. Where are the rules? That means, uh, like, what are we doing? What are we doing here, right? Um, it. What what is women's boxing now? What is women's boxing? Right, because we can't be taken seriously. What, what are, are we turning into WWE? Like, you have to take these rankings seriously. You have to. You have to understand what it means to be a baddie, a bad broad, what it means to be ranked, what our value system is. You don't get to pick and choose who you fight. Shame on you, Patricia Burgalt, because that's you. That's you, punk. Yeah, called you a punk. And I'd, I'd definitely fight you if I was active. No no joke about that because, girl, I, I ain't even put the picture up. I saw you at one weigh-in, way, way and, girl, I ain't see the work. I certainly didn't see the work on you. So, yeah, I would try you. I certainly would uh, w- w- without a second thought. Um, so you don't get to choose, uh, Patricia Bergold, who your challengers are. If there's a mandatory, you address that mandatory before you get to pick. Okay, and Chevelle Halbach is the mandatory. You got to give her the break before you give Cecilia. Now, Cecilia Breakhouse comes, you know, she comes in. she's got a name now. I guess Jessica McCaskill ran her ass out of 147, so she's moving up to 154 because she sees that Bergholt is there. And I, and I'm just gonna say,, it, it, girl, ain't nobody ain't nobody concerned about you Bergholt Burg, Patricia you weak up there holding that belt. So people are seeing that there's an opportunity to take what you got. And and, 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 and now I guess you and your team feel like you want to um, get the, the bang for the buck. Because Cecilia, I mean, if Cecilia going to come on your porch and knock on your door... You know, Cecilia know the game. She's been in it. She's been in it. Uh, She's showed up every every day. She ain't missed a year. She's fought every year since I think about two thousand seven. Fought every year. Mhm. And she was she was the champion for the majority of those years at at one forty seven. And and so she knows how the game is played. So she ain't gonna move up without offering no good money so i suppose she probably offered more than twenty thousand dollars for the break and uh patricia burkhalt took took that and so that the the sanctioning body of wbc uh sanctioned that title defense which is like i said it's 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 unethical for for them to to do that it's not It's not the highest bidder. I mean, these sanctioning bodies, I want y'all to know this. The sanctioning bodies, meaning these belts, uh, these belt organizations, is all about the money. They don't care. They really don't care about who's got the belt, who's in line you know, who's doing right by representing the belt, they don't care. You pay that bill. You pay my bill. You pay that bill. You're going to pay me for holding my belt. Otherwise, I'm going to find somebody who's going to pay me to take that belt from you. That's how they roll. Okay. So especially in women's boxing. Yeah, that's how that works. So, um, that they really, they really played my girl, uh, Chevelle Hallback Chevy and Chevy's up there. Chevy's a crone. She's 50 years old, seasoned and, and brined. And, and, you know, she, she, she is, um, she's in good condition to put on a good show. I would say, cause it ain't the youngins. It really ain't the youngins. It's not about the youngins out here putting on a show in that boxing ring, right? It's about a grown ass woman getting in there, grown ass broad getting in there and showing you what her years of this boxing game has done to her and for her. Yeah. Right. So you're going to see some real performance, some real entertainment. Now, um, Breakers has taken a break, I would say, uh, since her two losses against Jessica McCaskill. So if y'all don't know the story, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the story, okay? So, uh, McCaskill uh, rallied. She fought uh, uh, Katie Taylor and was rallying. She she was rallying at like 132. Then she jumped up and fought... uh, Uh, Katie Taylor at 135, then she jumped up, I think, from there, big time, and fought uh, Cecilia Breakhouse for all the belts, and I say it till this day. Cecilia actually won those two fights. (laughs) Now, I don't watch Cecilia all these years. And I've seen Cecilia rob people point blank, right? I, Cecilia has robbed many a fighters of victories, right? So it, it's kind of it's it's a karmatic. Um, how can I say this without sounding like Miss Petty Betty? It, it's a it's like a karmatic a thrill to see. Cecilia ha- go through the same bullshit that she put the some great fighters through, right? So Cecilia has fought McCa- Jessica McCaskill, and uh, the first fight was was real nasty because you know uh, McCaskill is wild and she's just her style is just a wild, uh, you know. Rumble rumble roll and rumble type of fight you know like it, it, it ain't clean it you know you you gonna bang you going you know she gonna put her head down She gonna windmill and step to you okay and Cecilia Breakhouse is a boxer she's from that back boxing background pedigree I believe Cecilia Breakhouse was uh, a, an amateur world silver medalist I think she was. We didn't cross paths in the amateurs either because in that window of time when I stepped off my square as being ranked two in the world um, for for a bit of, of life and living, Cecilia came and I believe Cecilia got the title after um, when I stepped out of amateurs. So um, that. All right. And and so she fought Jessica McCaskill. Ooh, I, I don't. I Jessica McCaskill does not have any amateur background you could clearly see it from the way she fights but there's nothing wrong with that right it's just that you know she just finds a way to get her job done it's not as technically clean and and proficient as someone like Cecilia Brega with uh, an elite amateur background okay so, Um, Cecilia lost her belts after holding on to them chumpies for, you know, since 2007. And I suppose she, she took some time to think about where she is in her career and what she should be doing. Okay. Um, she's long in the tooth now. She's a crone. And when she showed up for those two fights versus, uh, McCaskill... She she did look kind of old in there, but she she managed she she managed to um, handle McCaskill in in good fashion. Like my my, they say this in the South, you know, when you roll with a pig, you're gonna get some mud on you. Okay, so it wasn't a clean fight with McCaskill, but Cecilia Brecas did um, manage. In that fight, well enough to to handle uh, McCaskill, you know, d- d- decisively. Where you could see that, yeah, she's managing this girl. But you know, McCaskill came with the fight, and then McCaskill has a great team behind her. So McCaskill sure enough got some money behind her that made sure they paid that sanction and body for them belts. Cause that sanctioning body was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, Cecilia. Guess what? You're gonna have to give McCaskill the, them belts so she can make us some some money on that. Um. Now, when like at this point in time, we we want to measure, we we want to measure the value, right? I I I want to see see why Patricia. Hall and them made the decision that they did make in, in jumping uh, jumping over uh, Chevelle Halbach's head and fighting Cecilia Bracos, right? Because when you look at it, like when you do look at it, if you want to look at it this way, Halbach is 50 years old, Halbach has doesn't have the fighting frequency. So she ain't been in the, she ain't been in the ring as often as Cecilia. Um, you know, she, she, she's not a relevant name. Not that she's not that she doesn't have value, but she's not as popular as Cecilia Bregas, right? So I would think that her people would say, or or Patricia would say, "Hmm, I would take my chances with fighting uh, Hallback because if we're going to play the game, let's play it." Hallback isn't a um, contender that would that would threaten me holding onto my belt. The sanctioning body most likely would not allow Chevelle at 50 years old to take that belt from me because they want longevity in whoever holds that belt, right? I'm not sure who would line up to, it, it would be, it's hard for Chevelle Halbach to get fights now because she's 50 years old, okay? And, and that it just is what it is. But she's a name, right? And and. It's she's a name that is not in the bargain bargain bin she actually has she's actually a bit of boxing royalty she's fought Lucia Riker she's fought the likes of those names so if you have a victory against that you know in a sense you you take some of that uh, legacy onto your resume okay um. So you know, as a contender, you you, you got how, how back, and then you have um, Breakhouse now, where Breakhouse has been, you know, she's been off since the, her two losses to uh, Jessica McCaskill. She's not an actual junior middleweight. She is, you know, she fought at one forty-seven welterweight. So, uh, may have an advantage there in being the bigger fighter who, you know, can, can navigate a fight at middleweight more so than, um, break us, right? And, and break us has been dropped in there by uh, a smaller, well, no, was Kelly Ray's, Uh, I think Kelly Ray's was a middleweight at the time she dropped. Nope. She was, uh, Kelly Ray's was 147 the time that at the time she dropped Cecilia Breakhouse. So, you know, it shows that it would show Patricia that eh, she she may have some leverage here in in fighting a smaller uh, Cecilia Breakhouse. And you know, Cecilia Breakhouse ain't ain't knocking nobody out. She ain't hurt nobody. I never seen Cecilia Breakhouse hurt nobody. She'll she'll box and and you know shouldn't dance out dance you she she was she was the old katie taylor right she she used to just outdance her opponents and 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 then you know if if you didn't kill the queen you were gonna you were gonna lose so a, a lot of fighters didn't get a chance to put her down except for Callie race right and then of course Callie, i don't know what it is if that was an agreement behind the scenes where Callie Rays didn't jump on her ass after she, after Cecilia, after them gloves touched the mat, you belong to me, little sis, sissy poo, right? You're going to have to, that's blood in the water. I'm a shark on your ass, right? But Callie Rays uh, actually stepped back and allowed Cecilia to come back into the fight, which I, I just could never understand. Um... So, you know, there's some, there's a bit more leverage with Cecilia Breckhouse. You're you getting a victory over Cecilia Breckhouse more so than to me, Chevelle Halbach. So I, I would have, well, I guess that's, I mean, I guess they chose right then. You know, they chose Cecilia coming up, but Cecilia wasn't even in line for a shot. So. The end of the day, we 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 have to play by the rules. If you don't play by the rules, you will become a casualty of the same rules that you're breaking, right? And so I don't know. I guess Bergold is de- deciding that she's not going to uh, stick around anymore because I don't see where anybody else is going to uh, entertain her after any one of these after Cecilia takes her belt. Right? She would get there, might be some kind of entertainment when she beats Halback, because now it's like, okay, you beat Halback. You you're a baddie. You know, I, I I need to get some I, I need to get some street credit on my name off of you. But I ramble. Uh, we're gonna keep going. Okay. Um, so this is. Uh, can can y'all do Do I have another picture here? Uh, so we can keep the flow go. My lovely assistant. Which you got? Ah, oh, there he go. So no, uh, no, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back. I ain't ready for that. Okay, so this is the thing. That title defense is happening in Cali. Columbia, okay? And you guys, the promoter is Yvonne Michelle, who uh, the the image, that's who we're looking at right now, image-wise, okay? So you see that that smile only a mother could love. There you go. He now is putting on uh, this show and um, this is the story with Yvonne Michelle okay so this is uh, I believe it is Yvonne group that is what his promotion is and it's in Quebec okay now this promoter is laying low off of the death of Jeanette Zacharias who traveled from Uh, her country. I believe she's from Mexico. She traveled to Quebec with her husband and uh, she ended up uh, getting killed in in her her fight against uh, Marie Pierre, who is Yvonne Michelle's, who is a part of Yvonne Michelle's stable. And as I've said in uh, the Black Eye of Women's Boxing there is someone on that team who sits and studies and stalks and watches and picks opponents, picks opponents that are uh, ready to be slaughtered for wh- whatever promoter they're working for. So uh, the matchmaker for Yvonne's promotion for his stable picked uh, Jeanette Zacarias because of her previous results and knew that G- Jeanette Zacarias would definitely get knocked out but they call this an accident. Um, they said they it was an accident that they didn't think that uh, Jeanette was gonna die and if you look at Uh, Jeanette Zacarias' record. And if you looked at the window between all of her fights, if you were a matchmaker worth your paper, you would know that this fighter is in no condition to be in a match like what you put her in. Okay, so um, Yvonne Michelle has laid low in the game, because don't nobody want that on them, right? Don't nobody want that blood. He's got blood on his hands. His promotion has blood on their on their hands in women's boxing, right? A woman died because of how you matched her, and that is not anything to be ignored or swept under the rug. Okay, a life was lost, right? A family broken. Uh, Jeanette was married. Okay. So she left a widower. She left her husband a widower and her family. So what's happened now is I'm sure you know the um commission, the Canadian Commission or in Quebec or whatever, um is very much aware and they they want to try to now follow, make sure rules are being followed. So uh, y- Yvonne Michelle, he has a spotlight on him. He's not going to put together women's matches on the mainland. He's going to try to do it somewhere else. So low-key, he's putting together this show or promoting this show in Colombia. Okay? Um, which coincidentally is where Cecilia Bregas is originally from. She was born in Colombia, So I see what y'all doing, right? Uh, the, it, it's, it's sounding like some shenanigans here. It's sounding like now Cecilia is on her last couple, you know, on her last rotation in the industry, and she might have gotten into a deal or might have somehow got picked up working with Yvonne Michelle, and they trying to get Cecilia as a contender at 154. And this is what I foresee happening because this, y'all, is what this raggedy man. Yeah, I called you raggedy Yvonne Michelle, right? Because um, you playing dirty out here. You're not helping women you're hurting us. Now, Marie-Pierre, uh, Marie-Pierre Houle, or is her last name is H-O-U-L-E, okay, Houle, they're French, okay, after she um, fought Jeanette Zacharias, okay, she fought her, I think, sometime in August of last year as well right so someone died under your hands marie pierre hula you would think that she sat her ass down and think about what had happened right because if i kill somebody i've done i've done my share of hurting in boxing and i remember uh specifically when I fought Kelly Cofer, who was, uh, you know, she was a great contender at the time. I was honored to get uh, an opportunity to fight fight her. She actually fought me. I fought her at Casino Rama in Canada. So she came to, she came to my backyard because she thought she was going to beat sugar. Okay. And um, I dropped Kelly Cofer, Two, two times that you can count, but I hurt her several times in that fight and because she was a great fighter because she was a, a you know a tough she was a tough cookie, she didn't stay down and she didn't drop. she kept coming back right because her father I I was hearing him on the other side of the ring like I'm in my corner getting my instruction from my coach and i'm hearing her father over on the other side of the ring talk about she ain't nobody she ain't fought nobody she's nobody i'm like he's talking about me right i'm like well not she she needs to tell him what i'm doing to her in here (laughs) right because in my i know i'm giving her i'm giving her everything in the kitchen sink right and after that fight i won that fight it was majority decision but I'm talking about this fight because after that fight, Kelly didn't know who she was, she didn't know where she was, she didn't know who her father was. She had gotten uh, she had gotten so many blows that she had temporary amnesia, and had to go to the hospital. And I felt horrible. I did, because it went beyond just a fight now. I did something to her that would affect her long-term existence, her life, right? Because we were chatting before the fight, we were chatting at weigh-in, and she told me that she was in school actually um, taking her master's degree. And you know, she she was talking about it because I, I had so much respect for her as a fighter and she was, you know, she came in, She, she it, was, it was all about her. She knew, she was like, all right, fangirl, I'm going to tell you about me. I'm in school. I'm taking my master's degree and I'm showing up here to, to fight you. So I was like, okay, good. You know, I took nothing, I took nothing, no offense to that. But I was like, wow. And then after, she couldn't even remember who she was after she fought me. So my conscience kicked in. After that, I, I became really aware of the fact that these women who I who did sign up to fight me were definitely taking a chance in fighting me because they knew what I was capable of. You could look on um, boxwork right now. Who have I, I have very little fights because very little, not many people would take the chance, right? I had my percentage was I. I I got a good percentage of uh, KO rate, even for the the little fights I had. And they weren't KOs against body bags. They were KOs against or, you know, they were those um, one against some really good contenders. Good contenders. Okay. So I digress. I bring it back to Marie-Pierre Hullet. All right. After having something to do with the death of Jeanette Zacharias in the ring, did not set her ass down for a break at all. She moved on to fight somebody, right? And not even a contender, like not even, she didn't even say, you know what, y'all, can y'all, um, you know, find me a, a, a better contender so I can redeem myself. No matchmaker brought in another. I call him four and forty fighter, meaning another fighter that had more losses than wins on their record. So uh, she, five months after, I mean, you know, she fought. Um, goodness, I, I just made some notes here. She she fought uh, within five months of Jeannette's death two times. Okay, handpicked, 40, uh, 4 and 40 fighters, okay? Uh, she was 6 and 0 when she fought uh, Jeanette, and I believe she's 8 and 0 now. So she kept it going. She has no conscience for what she's doing in there, and that's Yvonne Michelle's fighter, all right? So that, that's this guy's fighter. This is, this is what he does because he put it out there so she can continue to fight. Right. So a promoter that does that is not caring about the lives of these women that are putting money into his pocket that are allowing him to have these shows. He just wants to make money off the blood. Okay. Make note of that. Make note of this guy. So, um, where, where are we? Okay. So the shenanigans now cecilia Brecos, colombian okay she i'm sure she has a pull there because she's colombian this title fight against bergolt is in colombia okay uh bergolt is fighting not like this is not even the champion's home ground so you already know you already know what it is. And then this is not the champion's promoter. So you already know what's fin to, what's finna, what's gonna go down. Okay? We got some home cooking. So I, I, I really believe that if this fight happens, if this injunction doesn't go through that Chevelle Halbach's team put out, that Cecilia Brekhoz will fight Burgold. And Cecilia Breakers will take, uh, Burkle's belts because of just how. I mean, I'm a little bit Jamaican, so I'm gonna say it's just, just how, just how the thing set, you know, just how I see the thing, setting up and how how it's it's going. It, it, it's looking like somebody finna get robbed of they belts, and it's gonna be Pat- to Patricia for sure. Um. So this is the deal. Halback is now Halback is known to be Miss Nice Lady in the business. Ah, uh, she's everybody friend, right? Um, give me the next image, y'all. Give me the next image. This one's for the people. Uh, this is for, for the people who are actually looking in on the, the visual feed. Okay, so that's Jeanette Zacharias. R.I.P. sweetie. Okay, you you I saw your fight and you went down like a true warrior. Okay. Um, let's go on to the next, um, image. Let's go on to the next image. Oh, so there it is. That's the blow that ended it. So, um, I mean, for my listeners coming in, I I, I'm very passionate about how it went down with Jeanette Zacharias that night because number 1 they knew she was going they knew she was going to get knocked out she was picked to get knocked out so this is why everybody is responsible like the whole team the ref knew right and so instead of looking to preserve the life and health of both fighters in the ring which is what his damn job is I I just put this picture up, but y'all who are listening in, please go look at the pictures, right? The pictures, you will see that the ref is there standing and watching Jeanette get this damage. She's getting punched. And when she's getting punched, right? When you're in the ring and and you see, this is the thing. This is how you determine whether somebody's in a fight or not. When somebody gets punched and they and, and their head pops back all the way back and their eyes are closed they are gone they're done they're not in the fight right she's not popping up she's not alert the ref is looking at this and he's still allowed marie pierre huley or whatever your last name is to beat on the girl when he could have stopped the fight and preserved this young lady's life. And I'm going to speak on it because my fight versus Jessica McCaskill was that it was an unwarranted stoppage. Right. They jumped in and stopped that. I was up. I was alert. I was talking to the ref, and they stopped my fight. This girl was out on her feet, eyes closed, head, head snapped back. And the ref, because he wants, because Yvonne and them want this fantastic, glorious knockout victory for Marie Pierre, watched this girl's life leave her body. Yeah, right? I'm calling y'all on this. Said what I said, right? We can like chime in on a Wednesday at 7 30 p.m anybody that know these people right come talk to me about come talk about it if 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 i'm being um if i'm being unreasonable right or if if you're somebody who mary pierre who lays fan or whatever come talk to me justify to me why your girl is express why your girl is a champion or, or or why your girl is champion pedigree by being a part of something like this, right? Some people don't deserve it, and these people don't. And this fighter doesn't. She didn't even set her ass down to respect the fact that she took somebody's life in there. At least sit your ass down for six months. She was right back in there. It doesn't go, it doesn't work like that. Killer. Yeah, I said it. Because you jump right back in there knowing that you had that blood on your hands. I'm sorry, let me calm down. I digress. Okay, let's get back to this. Okay, so um we 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 gonna go back to this, ch- this injunction with Chevelle Hallback and-, and why now she- Chevy is out here screaming that this is not fair. Cecilia jumped over my head, right? Let me see the next image, you guys. Let me see what we got for the next image. So here it goes. Come on, y'all. Be good to me. Um, This next image is the- is the actual fight Okay, so I'm gonna say it for my listeners: Chevelle Halback and Cecilia Braghus did fight. They fought some time ago, and they fought on Cecilia's break. Cecilia Braghus's home ground in Denmark. Okay, uh, Cecilia was actually co-promoting her own fights at the time, so she was, she, her team was the team. She was the promoter, or she was one of the promoters, and she was getting in there to fight. OK, which is very, very, um, you know, it, it, it's very enterprising of her and, and very forward thinking and stepping of her as a as a woman in boxing now. Right. Um, I, I, I thought that was a good look for her. Um, but in this fight, what happened was she got her ass whooped by <laughs> Chevelle Hallback. Um, I remember being so excited about this fight because I knew that, oh yeah, this gonna be the one. Chevy, Chevy gonna take gonna take the belt from Cecilia. Uh next image. And peculiarly enough, after the fight happened, y'all give me another. After the fight happened, okay, there was no video of the fight that anyone can see or watch or refer to. There were no pictures of the fight that anyone could see and refer to. There was just biased media, because I always talk about the women's boxing media bandwagon riders saying, oh, Cecilia Brecas defeats Chevelle Hallback, uh, Hallback, defeats Unanimous decision, right? Let me tell you where this unanimous decision was coming from, okay? All of the judges on that deciding panel for that fight were from Europe. Cecilia Brecas is a European champion. How you gonna have all the judges on a title fight panel come from the country of one of the contenders? right that's the that's the garbage that used to happen that still happens but it was really bad back in the day because they knew nobody was paying attention in to women's boxing so they could get away with stuff like that right so chevy tried her luck she flew from her home usa to fight cecilia in her backyard and did a good enough job where nobody wanted to show it and remember, right? And now these, there are pictures out here on the web because Chevelle Halback's team put it out of how Cecilia Breakhouse looked after the fight, okay? And I'm going to just put this description out there, okay? You see it, and you're going to see it a lot. I said it last time when... Uh, the Medusa Leonardo uh, Lin, Leonardo fought Katie Taylor, where Medusa said, "Look at me and look at her. I don't have a scratch on me, and look at her, right? You can you can see that I won the fight. Well, it's the same situation uh, a lot of the times, especially in this in 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 this situation here, where we're talking about Chevelle Halbach." versus Cecilia Breckas. So you see Chevelle Halbach. Sorry you guys that are listening in, but check check out the, the live, check out the video on YouTube or, or all the other platforms that my my guys here at Talk and Fight um put put my show out on. Okay you'll see the image of Chevelle she- Halback. She has just a little you know a a, a little um piece of tape on, on her eye and you see Cecilia Breakers hugging on her, looking like Bro from the Goonies. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know the Goonies. Who, whoever, who out here has not seen the movie Goonies? Okay, Sloth. Yeah, Mike, you see it. All right. So put this next image up. Let me see if my. Let me see if my guys did what I. <laughs> I'll put the next image up. Let me see. Did y'all put did y'all put Sloth up? Because I had to put Sloth up. Look. Oh shoot! Tell me they ain't twins. All right. So right now for my listeners, I got the picture up. All right, and it may not be that bad, but Cecilia Bracus and Sloth from the Goonies kind of looking like twins in this picture that uh, my lovely assistant put together. That's what Chevy, that's what Chevelle Halbach got and went and did to Cecilia. And they did not put none of these images out here on the internet, but yet this broad is a legend. Child, please give me a break. You lied, you lied, I gotta go. Okay, so, um, you know, those are the facts. That's the talk, right? That's that's what I, I, I'm finding that very interesting about this, you know, th- th- this hot, um, this hot topic in the newly live middleweight division because you know everybody's running there, everybody's running there, and the Crone Chevelle Halback is calling everybody out, and I want to see it. I want to see it. Okay. So Chevelle went and called out Natasha Jonas. Yeah, she said, girl, you still got I got I got some tricks that you don't know about, Miss Olympian. And I like it too because you y'all know I, lo- I, I I like Natasha Jonas as a fighter. Okay. Um, but I like Chevy as a crone fighter too. And I would love to see them get together and and, and really um prove who the baddest broad is in that fight uh she uh Chevy's calling out Hannah Rankin and you know Hannah Hannah is Hannah got a little bit of um you know she coming out of the the hot pot where you know uh Alexandria she she put uh the fighter Alexandria what's her last name Alejandro I think Alexandra Alejandro in the hospital she was in an induced coma i think she just got out recently but we don't know what the condition of um alexandra alejandro is and i plan on following up with that because uh hannah rankin and her promoters and them they came out speaking on behalf of alejandra's um team saying oh she's all right she's doing good don't y'all worry about her and i'm like hello uh slow, cool your heels because you're not her representative you don't get to speak for her right alejandra could never speak for you and tell the public that hannah rankin is okay so hannah you can't speak on uh alexandra's condition and and neither can your your um promoter So I think, I mean, money talks in these situations and what you guys don't understand in women's boxing is these women out here, they're going into the hot, they're getting beat up. They're going into the hospital. Some are dying. Some have died. Some have been beaten so bad that they don't have their faculties now and it's swept under the rug because these promoters, these guys like Yvonne Michelle, right? These guys like Hannah Rankin's promoter, right? They got the money to make you disappear. Yeah. So now you laid up somewhere eating Gerber baby food because your last fight you got set up in and nobody is around to care or tell the tale, right? Oh, Ale, it's Alexandra Ayala. Thank you for the correction, my guys out here. So it's Alexandra Ayala that got put into a coma by Hannah Rankin. So guess what, Hannah? I want to see you do that with uh, Chevelle Hallback. I want to see you try. I want to see you stand in front of a real baddie and do what you do since you are tough. Yeah Okay, uh, uh, Marie de Carey got called out by Chevelle Halbach. after she got wiped by, Chevelle, um, by Clarissa Shields. I, I, I kind of had I, I kind of had my enough, you know, I, I had my, my enough taste of that, right. It, it wasn't really exciting enough for me to want to see that girl fight. nobody. again, no time. But she's been off long enough, or she's been, you know, not on the spotlight long enough to make some adjustments and become better. So hopefully, she used that ass whooping that uh Clarissa gave to her as uh, a stepping stone or as, a, as an opportunity to say, Damn, my ass got to get better because I don't, I, I can't have nobody beating on me like this again, right? But She's also a Quebec fighter, I believe she's under Yvonne Michelle. So I mean, they got they got a good they got a good matchmaker. So matchmaker, I'm talking to you. I I, I guess you could find another body bag or somebody else that's right for the for the slaughter for uh, De Caray to Marie de Caray to look good against. We'll see, we'll see. Maybe right, but hopefully one day, may, one day you 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 just put her to fight somebody you know not i mean Clarissa Shields is Clarissa Shields but you'll put her and um Marie in 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 some real fights okay um she called out uh Hellback called out Chris Nabus. uh and and Chris Namus, this is the thing though Chris Namus is a good contender out of Argentina but she she got she got um slumped, she got slumped by Natasha Jonas just recently. And because she got slumped, she's suspended. Cause anytime you get knocked out, if they if the commissions do what they're supposed to do, you're suspended for about three to six months. So your brain can heal. So your body can heal. Y'all know I live in the city, so what you hear in the background is just city life. Okay. All right. So um, and it happens every show. Okay. Uh, it's not that I'm in a bad neighborhood. It's just that, yeah, I, I'm by a police station. So, <laughs> um, where are we? So, um, getting back to the topic. Okay. Uh, Chris Navis is scheduled to fight Mary Spencer okay? (laughs) Um, One of my guys chimed in and said, it does happen every show. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. So um, she's scheduled to fight Mary Spencer this month, the 18th. So hopefully that fight happens because Mary Spencer, I put it out there. I, I put the vibes out there. Mary Spencer is someone that we you guys are going to want to watch y'all want to see how this girl does in the pro game because she was a very uh highly accomplished amateur and uh mary spencer was the was the girl before clarissa came and knocked her off the, the pedestal and took the crown yeah so, still giving her her props, you know. Just because that happened doesn't mean she's a gr- she's not still a great fighter. Keep a lookout for her. And then, you know, Emma Cozen. So I gotta say, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say this, but I gotta say it because, um, Emma Cozen. Okay, the, the thing about Emma Cozen is, and, and she brings light to how people are playing the game in women's boxing. Okay? In women's boxing, either you are a damn good fighter and you win in the ring, or you got a damn good team who's winning outside of the ring for you, right? So you win the fight outside of the ring. So when you get to the ring, you know, all you got to do is perform, okay? And Emma Cozen is one of those fighters, okay? She's- her her resume is or her record is is packed and padded with four and forty fighters. Okay, fighters that have more losses than wins. Okay, um, she, she I, I believe who did she lose to? Y'all come come tell me. Oh, she fought Clarissa Shields and lost to Clarissa Shields. That was her last fight. Okay, but they went. Her team said no. No, we're not gonna let that happen to you. You're we're gonna get that win back for you. And they pulled um Sylvia Zabados out the damn bargain bin, who is a four and 40 fighter. I think uh Zabados is like she has something like maybe four, 10 wins, 60 losses, yeah, something like that. And she she TKO'd um. Zabados. Oh, good job, Cozen. So now you now your um, record, I guess, is back. Oh, OK, so Zabados is 18 for 18, 18 wins and 18 losses. OK, so. Um, that. <laughs> um, so these are the contenders in the uh, junior middleweight division. Okay. And I, and I suppose it's going to get back packed. It's going to start getting spicy there. And I like it. That's a good division to get some action, right? Because, um, you know, these, these women, they, they're sturdy. These are, these are, you're going to see some power, right? You're not going to see, you know, glorified, uh, tag and hide and seek in the ring because I'm, I'm just, I, Katie Taylor, you are a darling you are the darling of women's boxing. But girl, I am through. I've seen, I've seen and after this Amanda fight. I've, I've seen enough of you play hide and damn seek and, and touch and go in the ring. I want to see some real fighting happen, happen, right? And I'm hoping that that will happen now in this middleweight division, junior middleweight division uh, with these ladies uh, we know Clarissa is a part of that mix and I, I think we can get some good action uh, happening now in, 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 in that. Now, you know in there there are other <laughs> uh, my, so one of my guys chimes in and say, Katie is a track star. Won't, ain't she won't won't she take off into a damn sprint and outrun you in a fight? Won't she do that? I mean, come on, that's that's one thing, that's one thing for damn sure. Like when you sign that contract to fight Katie, you ain't got to worry about getting knocked out or hurt. You got to worry about what kind of running shoes you gonna wear, <laughs> right? Um, because I mean, even Amanda's getup um, for for that Katie Taylor fight, she looked like she was trying to crossbreed between. To being a boxer and and some kind of running person, yes, girl. I went in on your outfit, Amanda. It, it just it just it just didn't sit with me sit right with me. I, I think you should have looked fabulous. I've seen you wear better outfits to fight in, and you had the center stage, Madison Square Garden, and you showed up with that on. Mm-mm. We're women at the end of the day. Right. And at the end of the day, because we have been, um, we have the privilege. Yes, we have the privilege of being looked at in that way, desirable in that way. We should take full advantage of that. Show up as fabulous as you can be. And then we'll pass. Okay, so um, I'm gonna wrap up now. But there is an honorable. There's a fight that I want to honorably mention on on this show, right? Because man, I watched this fight I with with low with very low expectations for some reason, and, and I'm sorry, but I, I got to keep it real with with y'all. Okay, um, it was the Delphine Pursune fight versus um, Elham mikhallad mikhallad okay and i think that was a fight over there in dubai all right let me tell you something i will watch elham McCallid again and again yes so uh delphine persoon showed up right she showed up th- th- as the main event or she showed up as the main deal, as the main name, but Elam stole the show. Yes. Watch that fight, you guys. Elam uh, McCallid reminds me of a young Layla McCarter. Yes, I am. And I am and I feel good in saying that because now we have some ladies to refer to. I used, I, it, it peeves, it's a peeve of mine to hear someone says, oh, she's a girl, Roy Jones. She fight like a, she fight like a this," and, and it's a guy, right? That So that means that we don't even have enough skin in the game for anyone to remember the style of a good female fighter, right? Because the, the going trend for women's boxing and, and it's, it's, Either you a track star like Katie Taylor and Cecilia Breghus, or you going in there and you you just throwing wild and you trying to bomb people out like how the majority of these fighters are, trying to be this big hitter. And like, you know, Christy Martin and all of them were, right? There's no finesse. There's no style. There's no boxing. There's no strategy that is executed, except for a very few, right? Sugar used to do that. I did that. I loved executing a strategy in the ring. I love, love, love it. And I love to watch a fighter, male or female, execute a strategy. It's just different. You know, You, uh, if you know the game, that's where the entertainment is right you see you see the style you see the finesse you see the performance you see how everything comes together to a victory or to a loss and there's that respect there right so it's not it, it when you look at it that way it's not uh, it, it's not about who wins or who loses you understand that boxing ain't a game that you play it's strategy Right? It is it, it is will, it is determination, it is belief in what you've been taught, in your strategy. It's that belief to know that I got the winning game plan and I'm gonna execute this bad boy and be the champion and be the winner. It is the belief that I am I am so loyal to. My plan. I'm so loyal to my team, to my coach, that I will stick with this strategy to the very end. Win or lose. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. It is, my guys chimed in, it is truly a game of chess, not checkers. Okay, so um, Elham uh, McHallid, uh exposed Pursun because Pursun got this jittery style that boom she get hit but she's in your face and she's on top of you and she's swinging. and she had the step she had enough grit and stamina to wear Katie Taylor down and 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 put that pressure on Katie to where she roughed Katie up. She roughed Katie up. Okay. Sorry but Katie put Katie put on a performance enough of a performance both times that um, she showed that she had the best game plan and the better generalship than Pursune. So in this case, uh, in this fight between Ellen McCollod and Delphine Pursun, uh LM showed that, despite of the, despite of her fighting, Pursoon, who is a very high caliber um uh contender she had what it takes in her understanding uh, of boxing and of executing a strategy to expose someone like pursuing who has been around the block at the highest level and i really really commend her on that um she was um one of one of my guys came in she was 15 and 0 coming into this fight so even more props to her she put her o on the line right she could have taken the easy route she could have and fought some more body bags and, and got up to um 20 and 0 or 30 and 0 you know, and then, ah, let's have a super fight. But no, no, she has a good, she she has a, a good understanding of what she needs to do to actually grow and become a, um, a, a substantially equipped fighter in this game, which is going to give her longevity. So, yeah, baby, uh, pursuant took your O, but that's not the end for you. You are a good enough fighter, um, Elham, to fight any of those women, any of the women in the division in, in 135. Um, I, I would even like to see you, if you could make it, go go down to 132 fight and, and fight um, the Disney princess, um, Michaela Meyer. Yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see you fight Bumgardner, right? I would love to see you fight any of those girls. You got it. You got the sauce. You got what it takes. So I'm saying this. Yes, y'all watch out for Elham Mekhalid, um, right? She's 15 and one now. Um, someone chimed in. Persoon's debut was 2009. So she exposed a fighter that's been around since 2009. Okay, she's, and, and I think Mekhaled um, is, is pretty new in the game. So, I mean, I mean quite commendable. Um, Good job on you, Pursu. Congratulations for your win. Where are you going now? Where are you going to go? Because Katie ain't going to fight you again. I want to see you fight Amanda Serrano, right? So, see if you could, you know, tie it. I mean, this might work tie a note on one of them pigeon feet or one of them birds and send it off and hope, hope that it lands on Amanda's windowsill. And then maybe she'll open the note and say, soon, I got the note. I'm gonna ask Jordan if we can fight since she don't get no phone calls since you don't get a chance to talk on the phone or watch TV or do nothing like that. So, you know, I'm mean? get it how you do, you know, sometimes if you can't walk through the door, climb through a window, send a bird, send a pigeon, a, 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 um, a carrier bird, you know, that, that, sometimes you just got to get it done like that, right? Pursune versus Amanda Serrano is, I think that's a money fight. I think it's a super fight. Oh shoot, I my my guys coming in, and send a smoke signal. Yes. Right? Right? What's that? What was that? What do they call that? when they put the message. That that SOS message. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that girl needs some help. Amanda, unless she retires. After this big Katie fight. But girl, you need another big fight. And Pursune, she ain't going to be the mega. But she'll be a super. Serrano versus Pursoon will be a super fight. Try to get that. Uh, Morse. That's what it is. Bup, 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 bup. That's Morse code. Yeah. And there's, there's more than one way to, to, to get, get to Amanda. Because you certainly ain't going to get her on the cell phone. Jordan, don't play that. <laughs> I said what I said okay um so um that's it you guys that's it the sugar show has um you know come to and come to its completion tonight uh we we got a chance to uh, touch on the uh, middleweight junior middleweight division that's getting hot and and uh, talking about now the mandatory Chevelle Halbach getting her shot at that green belt against uh, Patricia Burgold and now you know uh, Cecilia Branca who we see uh you know what y'all changed the picture let me see Do we got more images too I didn't even get to go through all the images what's the other image y'all this is for my people watching and my people listening. Y'all, check, check the live. Check the show out, right? So this is um, Ellen Um, McCallid, um she, she throwing. She she serving that that uh, hook to pursue. and you see, this is why. I mean, this image is profound because you see um, Elham in. She's delivering, like, that's a textbook hook. That's a position. It's landing right there on the target on Persoon's chin. And you see Pursune standing standing with both shoulders facing Elham. She doesn't even have her guard up. She doesn't have no lead. I mean, this is boxing 101. She's just running right into the um, offense of of elham and this was the theme the whole fight pretty much the whole fight so um the thing i would suggest with you with elham and your and your team elham um is you know you 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 need a bit more you, you need to get stronger in there you need a bit more generalship in there Okay, because you, you right now, you really still that you don't have a name. So when you come in, in, in the ring, you have to show that generalship. You have to own the real estate of the ring, right? Fight when you want to bring these women into the fights, right? You have, you follow great strategy, right? Expose them like how you expose pursuing. But now with that generalship, take what's yours. Yeah. Cause you can. Um, someone came in, looks like she got hit into, into deep thought, right? She, <laughs> she, Persoon looked like, damn, I, maybe, just maybe I should have had my guard up. Maybe, right? Maybe my coach, I mean, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the thinker. Yeah. Right. Um, she, she caught you square girl, Person, She exposed you. You do better okay so um that's it you guys like subscribe share this sugar and y'all know what it is it's um it's a party seven thirty on wednesdays every wednesday with sugar we hear uh, it, do i have any more pictures you guys just put let's see is there any any more pictures up Oh yes! Look at that. Now, my people that are listening, and my people that are actually looking at the the, the the pictures, you know, looking at the show. This is this is the two fighters in the fight, right? To the right is Delphine Pursun, the winner, and to I'm sorry, to the left is Delphine Pursun, the winner of this fight, and to the right is elham mccallid right i don't know the last time i ever been in a fight or the last time i ever seen a fight the the loser or the person that got they ass whooped are is the one with the blood and with this with the cuts with the with the um titty Popping out their eye. You know, that's the person who got their ass. The person who is the winner of the fight is normally the one that comes out of it with the least damage. I mean, that's that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That, that, at the end of the day, it is a fight. Okay. This is, this is what women's boxing is looking like now, right? You whoop a person's ass, and as long as they, are standing on their feet if the shenanigans can go their way they will steal that fight from you and us as the public as the media as the fans in women's boxing in the the only way we can get the best out of this industry the only way that we can get this money coming in and 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 get a a, a better platforms is to stop this garbage from happening, right? Because this right here, y'all are looking at Delphine Persoon's face looking mangled versus Elhem uh, Mikhalid's face, who is clean and pristine, is the reason why fighters like, um, goodness, fighters like um, Alexandria Ayela and fighters like um, my girl, um, Jeanette Zacharias and other women are dying out here. Yes. Okay, it's not, it's, it's not a matter of who's left standing. When somebody getting their ass beat in a fight, stop the fight, right? There's no, there's nothing left to see. Okay. Okay. You guys, I say it again, like, subscribe, share some of this sugar, and I will see y'all next Wednesday, same time, same place at 730 on Wednesday. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.